What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Seat Time. Brian Pierce here. We've got to do another interview. There was a lot of things that have gone on in the moto industry uh, in the past couple of days, months, you know, weeks, all that stuff. We've had some off-road news. We've had some motocross news. Big stuff. Motocross news is the Monster Energy Cup that just happened this past weekend. As well, we have our Texas boy fan, uh, Kyle Cunningham. We're going to interview him and figure out a little bit more about him, his life in Texas, his experiences at the Monster Energy Cup, and as well, maybe what's going on for 2013 and hear a little bit more about his uh, 2012 year. So, if we were to ask you how your evening was going tonight, Kyle, what would you tell us? Uh, it's going good. I actually just uh, said in about an hour and 45 minutes of traffic on the way home from uh, the gym. Just started a new program with my trainer and Josh Grant, and... Um, do a lot of my training with JG and uh, we work together, kind of push each other. And man, I'm pretty pumped to have him uh, on a Yamaha this year. So we'll be able to ride some laps together as well. So just did that and uh, finished up with dinner and, um, you know, just out here in California right now because uh, we had the Monster Cup last weekend and just kind of waiting to get into testing. Yeah. Okay. That's actually pretty interesting. So is Josh Grant actually your trainer, or are you just kind of training with him as a training partner? No, more of a training partner. Uh, both of us train with our trainer, Mark Isler, okay. and uh, he does a really good job. I got introduced to him from actually Josh's dad um, before 2011 started, end of 2010, um, after I got hurt at X Games, and kind of built a relationship with him, and uh, JG ended up starting training with us and uh, it's been really good we do a lot of stuff on the clock and um, pushing each other to go faster and the whole program always changes it's a little bit of something and uh, you know I look at it in the sense of like being out at the practice track or the races you know you have somebody that you're doing laps with and it's the same way in the gym we push each other and it's all by times and trying to work each other harder to uh, kind of push us to the limit so it works out really well and like I said as well, uh, Mark trains us, and man, he's like a drill sergeant. He keeps us pushing and uh, keeps us working hard, and it's a really solid program, I feel, from uh, 2011 to now. I know that this year doesn't really show from the injuries I had from uh, the get-go to, to you know the last two rounds. It's like I talked to Bobby and finally had a chance to be healthy, and I came back for the last two just to get some uh, seat time and uh, get ready for Monster Cup. I didn't want to come out cold turkey riding a 450, and, um, you know, we felt pretty good. Just uh, the injuries this year kind of held me back a little bit, and, um, you know, just looking forward to next year. Yeah. Okay, I have to ask this because for the longest time, Ashley, who is now Ashley Grant, was like my favorite monster girl. So in real life, is she as hot as she looks as she was in the ma you know on magazine and on TV and stuff like that? It's okay. I won't tell Josh what you said. <laughs> no, uh, Ashley. Ashley's a really nice girl. Um, I got to hang out with her and JG and Havasu uh, about four weekends ago and spend some time with them. And man, they uh, they had a kid not too long ago, Wyatt, and you know he's really funny. And we had a good time hanging out. They're uh, really good people. I've known JG since. I was about 14 years old, and he came out to uh, Village Creek with me wow. and broke his wrist <laughs> and uh, got hurt pretty bad uh, right before the Texas Nationals. So um, I've been friends with him for a long time, so that's what's cool as well about training with him. It, you know, it kind of ended up that way, and it worked out perfect just because of the relationship that you know we have with each other. And uh, you know, he's got a good family. His dad's a good guy. Um, 
Mike Grant, and he's good friends with my pops, and uh, you know, it's it, he's been like family for a long time, so it's uh, it's really good. That's awesome. No, he seems like a really cool dude, and you know, I, they seem to blow it up in a fairly you know, positive light. Obviously, when you know they had their, they got married, they had their son, and all that stuff. So it's kind of interesting that his son's already been in the limelight. You know, been on TV. I think more than well, definitely more than me. I've never been on TV, so but that's okay. Uh, so the Monster Energy Cup this weekend, tons of, I, I don't really know, new stuff, different stuff, things that we saw last year in the Monster Energy Cup. So if I were to say right now, the biggest highlight on the weekend for you, maybe not racing aspect wise, but just like with that race they're trying to put on, they're trying to bring in something different at the end of the year um, leading up to the new season. You know, what something that really stands in your mind from the weekend that you think they're doing correctly? Uh, I mean, I raced it last year, so uh, I, I got hurt the last lap of practice. The track was really fun. It brought some different things. And this year, I think Ricky did a, a great job with the track. I mean, to have a split start and do something different with it. And, you know, the track's fast in sections, but, man, the rhythms were pretty big. And uh, I thought they did a great job And you know, bringing the amateur all-stars in. And uh, the super mini class was yeah, cool. Yeah, that was I really got neat to I, see those guys tearing ass around on those 250Fs and stuff, man. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I got to ride U.S. Open on 80s. So it's uh, it's cool that they got the Monster Energy Cup and, um, you know, that they're, they're bringing back the limelight to some of our amateur guys and being able for, you know, them to kind of, be in the scene like I was pitted at the Omaha rig and uh had you know 380 guys and you know Cooper and Alex my teammates um so it, it was really cool that they get to experience that point of something to look forward to but as well as the track all around I think was was a good track as far as for the super minis they could do some cool stuff and then there were some big lines for us as well and I thought the racing was really good and they're uh I think there was a few more people this year than last year in the uh, in the cup class, and you know I, I think uh, the track layouts they're doing bring something different, and you know the racing was pretty close, and the Joker line was something new, so it was kind of a uh, you know from all around standpoint good for the fans and uh, good for our sport. Yeah, I think you touched on a really good point in the fact that the Joker lane and the the split start. I mean you know they had and then they had the talavega turn as they're calling it so they really kind of tried to bring in a lot of new different aspects maybe as a, a test run see how the fans like it see how the racers liked it if it works if it doesn't work because once you get into the series you know you got 16 races going at it i think people would feel i don't know much more offended they'd be much more upset if something really got in the way of the racing action that went on opposed to you know something like this where you know, you know, people want to see if Ryan Villapoto could do three mains again in a row. But if you know something crazy happened and the racing got crazy because of it, it maybe not is isn't the end of the world um, going on. But so it looked like on the night you you did fairly well. You came away sixth overall. You went eighth, seventh, and sixth between the three mains. Uh, you said you were hanging out with Cooper and Alex uh, Rodriguez there at the pits. So. You did really well. Was there anything throughout the night that you were able to tell them of your experience uh, as things were going on, or were you just kind of hanging out, or how did that work? How was the team, uh, you know, the the team dialogue back and forth with you guys in the pits? Um, it, for me, I, I've been around the team. I was with them in 2011 and this year as well. So um, I've had a relationship with Brad and Bobby Reagan, the team owner, and uh, you know, there were 
I was kind of out of the side of the Yamaha rig. They had a lot of amateur guys there and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, the Monster Energy Cup race for me was a little bit of a last-minute thing coming around. Yeah, I mean, to, you said you, what, you started riding just right before it, right, to kind of... Yeah, I mean, I raced the last two of the outdoors, right. and it's kind of up in the air, and I got a couple weeks on the 450 and felt comfortable. I rode it good in the past, and, you know, I've never really raced one in amateurs or anything like that. So, um, you know, I got on it, and we just kind of played it by ear and did a little bit of testing to see if I felt comfortable enough. And, you know, <laughs> believe it or not, the day started out really bumpy. It was, uh, I think it was like 16th in practice track was really muddy in practice and I hadn't ridden a 450 on anything like it and was kind of a little bit uncomfortable at first and then as well as last year crashing in practice and not even getting to race you know me and my dad talked a little bit and we're like let's just get it in the main have fun with it not high expectations and uh, you know the track was good for the night program and I felt like I came out swinging I don't think I started out of the gate inside the top 16 or 15 any moto and uh we put on some charges and passed some really good guys and uh you know just kept my head down and you know i hadn't even done any motos the week before really i did a couple tens and you know it was just kind of trying to get used to the bike and worry more about you know just feeling comfortable and you know not ending up putting it on the ground because the 450 definitely can chase you down when that <laughs> yeah when there's there's, a, there's so. a good bit of power there <laughs> Yeah, no, we had we had a fun time. It was it was more of a relaxed environment, and the expectations for me, I just looked at it as the same way in 2010 when I got fourth there. I just came out, I rode, just did my job, and it's good to see it pay off. You know, like I said, I felt good, obviously, in all the motos for ten laps. Uh, that wasn't an issue, and you know, from practice to that, you know, I had a long talk with Ryan Morris. He's our new team manager, and really helpful having him around because you know after practice I was like sitting there going man I'm riding about 50 percent of what I do at the test track and we probably sat and talked for 45 minutes and uh you know I just kind of I guess found my way out of that slump and went out in the motos and started feeling really good and you know it's that's an important thing to me having him around since you know the outdoors I got to work with him at the last two um because he was brought in a little bit late right. and um you know, the first year I rode pro, I rode with him at Yamaha at Troy. So I've had a relationship with Mo for a long time, and uh, he's a really good guy. And I think that's what makes the program solid is to have good people around you. And, you know, me and Cooper talked a little bit after practice, and we're talking about lines and stuff like that. And he's going to come up and race the outdoors with us uh, this coming year, which is uh, really good for him. He's going to get a few more amateur races under his belt and then uh, – come out with me and Jeremy in the outdoors. But I think what they're doing with the team is going to work out really well. And like I said, we have a lot of experience with Mo. He's been a successful racer for the last 10 years of his professional career. And uh, to be able to get advice from him and have someone like that as far as testing and stuff like that goes was a big help. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. I think we had a good weekend to go 8-7-6. I mean, it's funny how the night started and then, you know, where it went to, we did a little bit better every moto and stayed consistent and ended up sixth overall. And, um, you know, like I said, I went in with no expectations. So to come out with a six behind some of the guys that were in front of me was really awesome. Yeah. Um, this is by no means 
you know, a dig at anybody, but it sounds like a lot of people say that they didn't have many, they didn't have high expectations, they didn't have expectations going into this race. With a thought process like that, and you see a lot of people switching teams before this race, when technically it's not at the end of the year, but it's already the end of the contract year. So there, you know, there's a lot of weird dynamics that have that kind of seem to come out because of this race. So. Is this a race that you think we're going to see stay? And if we do, do we think that it's going to work its way into, you know, the longer contract year? Or is it always going to kind of be that unofficial next year start? I mean, does that, what do you think on that? Um, I mean, I think it's good for us because it gives us some more seat time to get on the gate. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit easier when you're with the same team and stuff like that. But for me, it was almost... Um, you know, hadn't ridden a 450 in a year, right. so <laughs> on it was kind of, you know, had to get comfortable and stuff like that. So it doesn't give you much time, and it's kind of thrown in at the end of the year. But man, most of the guys after the outdoors, um, you know, are pretty comfortable to go out and race when you've been doing it for multiple years and stuff like that. So I think it's something that'll stick around. They've done a good job with it, and you know, I think RZ, RC designing the tracks and all of that, he does a really good job and. That's cool. It brings us out there, and uh, you know, it, it gives us another race to go out and put on for the fans, and it's um, it's worth the time. It's it's cool to go out, and Vegas is always one of the biggest races <laughs> of the year. You know, that's uh, that's the cool thing about it. So we had a fun time. I mean, I think the the biggest thing for me when I say no expectations was, you know, just not having a lot of time on the bike, and uh, you know, just trying to get comfortable and go out and have some fun and have a fun race that yeah it's not part of the series and obviously you want to do good but uh you know just to go out and get some seat time and you know be out there with the team and be out there for the fans was really cool yeah no i totally agree i loved watching all the racing i'm glad that it's there i by no means i i'm one of the people that i kind of hope it keeps evolving i kind of hope they keep maybe not completely changing the format but adding new things i do think it's a great testing ground for maybe trying things that you know, everybody keeps talking about Supercross sometimes getting stale. It feels like it's the same races, little things like that. But this is a great testing ground to maybe try some new things, kind of see how, you know, things are going to work, see if the fans like them, see if the racers like them, and keep going. So I, I'm all for it. So Vegas, great time. You guys get to go there twice now because of when the Supercross ends and now because of the Monster Energy Cup. So after Supercross, is was which was the bigger after party? Was it Supercross or was it Monster Energy Cup? uh probably probably supercross uh i think you get more of uh, a lot of the guys out there but you know it's it's always fun to go there and race like i said i mean it's one of the races that you know brings a lot of fans and you know it, it fills the stadium up pretty much and that's pretty cool for us um you know the championship comes down to there normally and uh so i would say you know sam boyd for the supercross is a little bigger but also with the uh, Monster Energy Cup, you know, it's only the second year of it. So I'm looking uh, for them to make it grow and get bigger. And, um, you know, obviously, as long as we're healthy, I'd like to be back there next year. It's, um, you know, it's a cool race, and it's it brings something new, like you said. It just kind of makes you wonder. The Joker lane, the split start, you know, what will Ricky come up with <laughs> next? So I'm looking forward to it. I think, uh, I think we're going to have to, like, see if there's a way that they could get you off the bike, maybe do a little bit of a dog paddle through a pool. So, no, uh, so I guess, like, the one thing is, you know, it, there's there's deals, like, say, like, the Enduro Cross Series, you know, it'd be, I don't, that would not work in the Supercross format, but I like the fact that they have all these 
little niche series that they could kind of take from to bring in these new fun ideas. Like the Joker Lane, I think, was, was interesting. It brought some different dynamics. Same thing with the split star. Talladega was fun, except for the fact that the leader almost got his head burned off. But, you know, I mean, that's just kind of part of it. You're leading. You don't know what's going to happen, right? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so we have to say thank you to one of our sponsors really quick. That's just kind of the way this stuff works. They're a great supporter of, uh, of Seat Time. So Fly Racing, flyracing.com is where you can find them. We would appreciate it if you would show our supporters your support. Go check out their website, please. Maybe go check out some of their stuff at one of your local shops. Uh, you could consider purchasing it. I would love it if you did. But if nothing else, we'd like to make sure that everybody's aware that there's great products out there. Everybody's got good stuff. Fly Racing is definitely one of them. We love having them as a supporter, and we thank them very much. So Kyle Cunningham, we're going to keep going. You're in California right now. You're a Texas boy. You grew up doing some of the amateur nationals. You've been to Loretta Lynn's. Never, never were able to win a, a absolute, you know, title championship there. Won a bunch of motos. You've been a professional since 2007. It's keeping going. You're doing great. You're healthy. You're riding. You got 2013. What's the goal now? Like you were riding great, sixth overall this weekend. So, you know, coming out, I think there, I think there should be some expectations. You know, so what are those for you? Uh, coming into the uh, 2013 year. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we had a really good year in, in 2011, and I wanted to carry that momentum into this year. Um, this year was bumpy. Yeah. I had high expectations, and, you know, I didn't stay healthy. I went to the first round, and if you go back and watch the Dallas Heat race, uh, man, I, I came out swinging in the heat. I felt good. Bike felt good. I was comfortable, and, uh, you know, I – I think it all came down to I was supposed to ride West Coast, got hurt two weeks before I crashed in the whoops. My hand came off the bar and somehow took a foot peg to my knee under my knee brace and uh, set me back a little bit. So I sat around, waited for the East Coast, and like I said, came out swinging in the heat and then went down in the first corner. Unfortunately, I hit Baggett with my front brake levered right in his back and went over the bars and... Uh, Man, I got a little x-ray on my wrist and didn't think anything of it and tried to ride through the pain. and It was really kind of a downer. I couldn't train the way I was. I couldn't do laps at the track. I was riding 10 minutes one day a week. Um, finally went and got an MRI and found out that the center bone in my wrist, the capitate, was fractured in the middle. It's called a capitate? Uh, yeah, I think so. Capitate, huh? So you get capitated, and you're like, you break your capitate. <laughs> yeah, it, so like I fractured, <laughs> I fractured that down the middle, and um, you know, Jeff from All Sport Dynamics really helped me out. He stepped up, gave me some wrist braces to wear while I was hurt, and I uh, kept racing and ended up going down at Indy. Hand came off the bar in the whoops, went to sleep for two and a half minutes. I think I made history because I caused the first red flag staggered start. So. Um, that was kind of cool, but uh, I, I guess no, there's always it, that. But yeah, it's unfortunately not the way that you would prefer to be written down in any kind of a history book. I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was just it, it seemed like one thing after another, and uh, you know we we tried to ride through it, which probably wasn't the best decision. I probably should have set out and taken the time off like I needed, and um, you know I was still getting mediocre results, running around sixth, seventh, eighth place, riding at sixty-five, seventy percent, and. Uh, you know, everything started to get a little better after Vegas. I was getting ready for the outdoors, finally could lift weights. My wrist wasn't hurt anymore. It felt a lot better. And at Hangtown, was putting in a decent charge the first moto from the back. And 
caught my ankle in a rut and twisted my ankle around. Felt like almost backwards. I felt a pop, and uh, man, we were just hoping to make it through five rounds until the break. And um, I went in, got an MRI uh, after Bud's Creek. I went off Henry's Hill at Bud's Creek and foot grabbed a rut, and I landed all the way at the bottom of the thing in the breaking bumps and couldn't put my put my foot down again. And that was pretty much all she wrote. And went in, got checked out, and. Uh, I guess I did it right this time. They told me I tore two ligaments in my ankle that hold your tib and your fib, the one in the front and the one in the back. And they said every time my foot would twist, the pop I would feel was my tib and my fib separating and then popping back into place down by my ankle. Serious serious business. (laughs) Yeah, so I I went back, saw my doctor in Texas, and, man, he told me what I needed to do. I didn't want to sit out. I didn't want to believe it, obviously. I'm a racer, and I want to be out there racing. And I finally had to take a step back and look at my season and say that, you know, it it is what it is. You know, the season was an off year. I mean, it was just a bad year in general. That's but the good thing is you're healthy and you're ready to, you know, like it's it the way you rode. You're definitely ready to move for you know you're ready to move forward from this year, right? I mean, yeah, I just you know I had to look at it and just take a step back. And he told me, you know, could be eight weeks, could be three months. So. I did exactly what he told me, and I spent about seven weeks on crutches and got off of those. He released me to ride, and I felt okay, and uh, I came back for the last two rounds of the outdoors. Like I said, no expectations. Just wanted to get back out a couple races and, you know, see what I could do um, after being on the couch for nine weeks, and uh, it wasn't bad. I Actually, it, it was a little bit of a motivator because I felt like all year, the moment I would start to fatigue a little bit, I couldn't push through it. Whatever was hurting, if it was my wrist or my ankle, my body would basically shut down. And I found out that when I'm healthy, you know, no matter if I'm a little out of shape or not, I can push through it. And that's what I did. And that kind of, uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of weight training and stuff like that before Vegas and uh, kind of getting into more of our off-season schedule, which Vegas, you know, we had to change it up for that week and get back into the cardio and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I've been feeling a lot better, more back to myself, trying to get back 100% healthy and work on things more. And, you know, I think that's the biggest thing that I should have realized when I did my wrist was, uh, you know, being professional for six years. Um, you know, when you get hurt like that, if you can't play at 100%, don't play at all, you know, yeah. and that's the biggest thing. So, you know, I learned a lot this year and we uh, we came out at the monster cup on a 450 like i said i haven't ridden one in a while and put in three solid motos even after a bad day of practice so uh you know to be to be healthy and feel like i can push again i think that's something we're going to build off of and i have a lot of testing to go into Uh, i think we're going to start it next week getting back on the lights bike but um you know going to test with the kyb air fork a little bit and stuff like that and uh try and figure the bike out as good as we can. The good thing about being with the same team is, you know, I they know a lot of things I already like, so it's a lot easier for us to find better things to build off of. So um, I'm really looking forward to it. We, got, we have a good backing, and Brad does a really great job with the motors, and, uh, you know, Bobby's a great team owner, and now to have Mo in there um, helping me as far as trying, you know, I think, I think the good thing about Mo is when, you're missing something a little bit and you maybe aren't too sure he can kind of help you with that. And he's actually been doing some testing for us, um, with the air fork and 
with some motor components and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's going to be good to have him around to be able to uh, kind of point us in the right direction and get the ball rolling on the right foot, you know? Yeah, for sure. So uh, have you not done any testing yet on what will be your team bike for next year on your 250? No. Yeah, I haven't ridden the 250F since the last round of the outdoors. Um, just been kind of playing on the 450. I'm hoping to keep a 450 around just to play right on so it. To let you I keep, it in the, keep it in the garage for fun? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what helped me in 2011 was riding that 450, the last three supercrosses and outdoors. Even though I got hurt, I think it made me a little bit stronger and um, good to ride something different. Maybe not ride it all the time, but, you know, get on a little more motor. And I think it helps me to throw the lights bike around a little better. But, um, you know, I, I think we're looking, we have big expectations for next year um, with the team and Yamaha. Uh, you know, obviously I want to go out and I want to be a championship contender and I want to put it on the box like I've done in the past. And uh, the only thing I can do is just work as hard as I can. I'm a hard worker. And, man, like I said with Mark, we just started our uh, five days a week in the gym with him. And, you know, we're going to uh, we're gonna try and take it to the next level and really come out swinging. And I think that's the biggest thing, just mentally being there, knowing that, you know, so like my dad told me since I was little, riding in Texas, Village Creek, all those places. <laughs> and, you know, he's always looked at me and told me, you just give it 150%, you don't quit on me. Wherever you end up is where you end up. Right. And, uh, you know, that's something I've been good about is, you know, even though I've had injuries and had these uh, minor setbacks, I've always pushed through it and still tried to be there. And, uh, you know, I'm going to hopefully take my training to the next level, even though it's um, – you know, it's been really good for the last two years. Just the off season, we're going to try and hit it a little bit harder and uh, be a little more prepared so that I can come out swinging and do what I really want to do that I, you know, know I'm capable of. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I definitely am looking forward to kind of hearing how the off season goes. You know, now that the Monster Energy Cup is over, you guys can focus on, you know, focus, focus on the Supercrest season, the new bikes, with the well, you know, the new 2013 bikes, and then you've, of course, like uh, the new team dynamics and stuff like that. But uh, would there, you're from Texas, and we have here in the winter, we have a local off-road series. That's typically what I do mainly is racing, you know, in some of the, the enduro circuits and the off-road uh, cross-country circuits and things like that. Would there be any chance that you think that something like that would help um now i know there's always a possibility of getting hurt so you're trying to figure out how to practice and train and not get hurt so that you can race um you know for the upcoming season and things like that but i have a feeling that there would be a lot of texas fans that would like to see you out there at something like that you know is there is there a possibility that we would be able to get you to come out either maybe for a practice on a saturday or to you know maybe even come out and uh, throw a leg over on during the pro race on sunday so you could show those boys uh you know what a throttle twist is really like yeah, I mean, there's always a possibility. It's uh, it's tough with the testing that goes on out here. I've been, you know, I came to Oak Hill a couple years back and got to hang out and watch some of the amateur racing. And normally I'm home in Texas uh, during the whole summer. It's just, man, normally out here they keep us busy with testing. And I don't get to make it back quite as often as I want to. Right. Um, obviously my grandma and my mom are there. Uh, my dad's here most of the time with me when I'm out here. But uh I try and make it back as much as I can. So I can't say there's no possibility. I mean, if I had a, a good opening in my schedule and could get out there and had a bike out there, that would be uh, cool for sure. I'm hoping that maybe next year I was kind of late on the ball this year, but I want to make it back and race the Pro Challenge. Mm -hmm. I haven't been out there uh, yeah. in a long time. I raced it when I was an amateur, and 
my last year um, that I was an amateur. So I haven't been able to make it out for the pro race yet, but uh, I'd really like to. I missed it this year. I was kind of bummed out. Kurt, my dad, said something to me. I'm like, man, if it wasn't so last minute, you know. So hopefully uh, this year goes really good and I can make it back for some of the Texas races. I'd like to come back and, you know, I grew up riding at Village and, Oak Hill with Brad Woolsey and Moser Valley when it was still open and uh, all those places around there and that's the cool thing about coming home during the summer is I get to ride with a lot of my friends there and you know go out to the local tracks and I'll hit a Tuesday night session at Village Creek every once in a while and stuff like that and that's what's fun for me is just to be able to go back home and and have fun with all the guys I grew up with and stuff like that is is really a good time and I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to check out uh, the Master Pool facility, his 956 facility. I've heard it's awesome, though. Yeah, I ride out there a lot. Uh, Tara and Jerry, they're really good people. And um, when I come home for the summer, they really take care of me as far as I can call Jerry on a Monday and he'll have me a 2-minute and 20-second lap time on Tuesday and the same track backwards on Thursday. And then it's different every week. And uh Man, if, if you're from Texas and you haven't been out there to ride and you want to go ride something that has a little bit of everything, not huge jumps, just made more technical, you know, turning tabletops, sand rollers, stuff like that, it's uh, it's a really good facility and they do a great job out there. So, like I said, hopefully, uh, hopefully I can get back to one of the local races and come out and ride and have some fun. And, you know, I, I obviously love coming home, so that's... Uh, I've been looking to buy a place there. I want to buy a house in Texas so that uh, I can move back to my hometown eventually and hang out and be around my friends and family and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, dude, we're definitely looking forward to having you back, uh, you know, in Texas. If you move down here, that'd be awesome. I think that, uh, or move back here, you know, kind of more of a permanent residence, if you will, opposed to, you know, just maybe hanging out with your parents for the weekend. But uh, if uh, I think that we should uh, definitely get together when you're in town, though, because we go to the Master Pool facility, like you're saying, I could ride around like the lame little motocrosser that I am, but as well, I could take the camera out, we could do some film and maybe have a little bit of fun. I'm telling you right now, it would you would really just stand around, maybe get your chair, maybe a beer after you're done, and laugh as you watch me <laughs> try to ride around the motocross track, but that's okay. I'm more goofy looking than I am a good rider, so it works out for everybody. But... uh one of the things that's neat is that this is the internet, and th with the internet, we have all kinds of new things that have been going on the past, you know, however many years it was when Al Gore invented this stuff. But the thing is, this is Seat Time. Seat Time is based on the internet. We're live right now. We're doing this as a, a live webcast, blogcast, whatever you want to call it. But SeatTime.co is where you can find all these shenanigans on our website. So SeatTime.co. If for some strange reason you happen to be a Facebook face stalker, which most of you are, I can imagine, it's Facebook.com slash SeatTime. And then as well, if you happen to be a big Twitter person, you can tweet us real hard at Twitter.com slash SeatTime underscore CO. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I clicked all that stuff correctly. Now, Kyle Cunningham, I am going to give you the opportunity now to let us know if you have any social media wares, all that kind of stuff, uh, websites and stuff where people can maybe find you on the internet, how they can get in touch with you. Thank you for being who you are. And uh, you know, this is your time to just say some last few words and be awesome about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously I have to thank the team. Uh, I signed a two-year deal last year, and uh, they've been behind me even through the injuries and stuff. So the Star Racing Yamaha team, I've had an ongoing relationship with those people, and really got to give them a thanks rockstar um 
I have a Twitter page. It's uh, K Cunningham underscore nineteen. I need to change the nineteen to a thirty-eight. Obviously, <laughs> we'll get we'll uh, get Twitter to update that for you. Yeah, I try and uh, I try and keep it updated, and um, you know, just kind of let people know what's going on when I'm out here. As far as friends, family, fans, uh, you know, I didn't have a Twitter until like seven months ago probably and then i'm like man everyone kept dogging <laughs> on me so i had to start one let me and, guess will han uh, was the first one to dog on you because that boy he, <laughs> that guy tweets so much <laughs> yeah no it was just one of those my sister made one or fiance made one and i'm like sitting there going they're like we don't even know what's going on with you you could like go to the test track tweet a picture be like yeah this is what's going on today we'd be happy so <laughs> we want to be in your up, life <laughs> Yeah, I ended up making one of those. So again, it's K Cunningham underscore nineteen, and um, keep it updated pretty good. And then I also have a fan page on Facebook. Um, I think it's just Kyle Cunningham Racing. Uh, you can just search it through my name, and uh, you know, like I said, we try and keep them updated on races, results, um, what's going on with the team. Uh, Star Valley MX also has a, a Twitter page as well, and um, you know, I, I think it's it's good for the fans and like I said, family to keep track of me and see what's going on. And I'm hoping to get some new stuff going. Um, Kuzo, I got the new GoPro. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah, the thing's really cool. I wore it last weekend. And uh, I'm looking to start posting some new videos and trying to, you know, kind of put it out there, days at the test track, stuff like that with me and Martin so people can see it and uh, kind of see what's going on in the off season with us testing and stuff like that. So. Oh, well, I am really excited to see that. I think <laughs> that new GoPro looks sick. I really want to try it out. I've been doing actually some testing recently with some different uh, helmet cameras. You know, you're like, oh, it's my GoPro, and it's not. It's just it's so synonymous right now with what a helmet camera is. And they really just keep stepping up the bar, so I'm looking forward to really testing that thing out. You kind of caught me off guard there, but I really like that camera, and I want to test it out. So you might have to mail it to me. I wore it the first time at Vegas, and it's a little bit thinner and smaller, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like it. I haven't got to see the footage from it yet, but, man, all the stuff like the LED touchscreen and everything that it comes with is... They, uh, I think they really took it to a new level on this one, so it's it's going to be cool. That's something I've been wanting to do for a while, and I kind of made one when I was home in Texas, and I had just started riding again. I made a video with uh, my old one, and I actually never ended up posting it, which is kind of a downer because we went through all the trouble <laughs> of getting it all cleaned up and perfect, put some music in it, everything, but uh, I'm going to try and get back to it, and I think that's something good for me is uh, – you know, a lot of people don't get the opportunity to come out to the Supercross track and see what's going on and stuff like that. So I want to kind of put some of those videos out there so people can keep track and really see what's going on with the team and see what's going on with me kind of in preparation before uh, I show up at A1. So I'm hoping uh, hoping to get that done pretty soon. And, um, yeah, like I said, I might actually end up in Texas racing. I'm going to race lights west coast i think and there's a good possibility i could show up riding some 450 rounds on the east Ooh, nice that sounds awesome well yeah. we're definitely going to be at the dallas supercross uh no one ever thinks that we're worth anything we can't get media passes but that's okay actually i have more fun drinking beer watching the races so it doesn't really matter <laughs> because i want to do this live on the internet on my own time having drink a glass of wine out of my crown royal glass and make sure that i always enjoy a pint full of awesome that is what sea time is about doesn't mean you have to drink it just means you have to enjoy life have fun and be yourself so 
Kyle Cunningham, we really appreciate you taking the time. I know that you do have a busy, busy schedule. You are a professional motorcycle racer. Uh, we really appreciate it. it. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to the fans that you take the time out and just kind of tell us about who you are, how your week's been going, and things like that. So I hope that we get to meet, get to hang out, do some filming. Um, you know, we'll move forward. We'll create this little online uh, online relationship and just see where it goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> awesome, dude. Thanks for your time. Oh. Hey, man, no worries. My wife doesn't hate me as much as everybody thinks she does. She lets me have a little bit of a break every now and again, and we call it a good night. But, hey, seriously, seat time. Always enjoy a pint full of awesome. This has been a great interview. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Peace.